it's roughly early 2017 when I'd say we've been talking with Nathan and Julia a bit more because it was the beginning of 2017 when the diagnosis indicated that I had to have a craniotomy brain surgery. They were nine and five at the time, just about to turn 10 and six. So they were pretty young. But one of the things Chris did a great job of over the previous years was just talking about his scar and the fact that he'd had surgery on his brain. Just matter of factly, we didn't link it to the words brain tumor or brain cancer at that time. We just sort of, if it came up, because the scar was somewhat noticeable, just to treat it sort of matter of factly, dad had surgery a few years ago. So they they did know that, but they certainly were surprised when we sat them down to talk about that dad would be having another surgery and trying to explain what a brain tumor was. That was that was a rough conversation. At that point, we had not sought guidance. We were just sort of going on our intuition, which was the children needed to know the facts as they would see them. So we needed to explain there'd be a surgery and that dad's head would look different and of course, why? And so we, being scientists, we, I think we used the term brain tumor at that time. And of course they asked what is a tumor and just trying to explain that it's something growing there that shouldn't be growing there that needed to be removed. And then linking it to a few symptoms that they might notice as well. Seizures impact one's ability to drive. And so there have been periods where Chris is not driving. And of course, the kids want to know about, well, why is that? And so a lot of our explanation has to be just very matter of fact and trying to distill down what the seizure is to something they could understand. So I think we explain that as a dizzy feelings. So just trying to give it to them as plain and simple as possible and not worry so much if the science is not exactly right, but just trying to give them a picture that would help them understand what is happening in our family that they can see. But then as things have blown up and the tumors progressed to grade four, now we have started to receive some coaching from the hospital. They have a cool program, Parenting at a Challenging Time, the PACT program. So we actually sat down with a child psychiatrist to talk about, like, we didn't want to screw this up, basically, um, and to see if our instincts were on. And that was very helpful. You know, we've had some tough conversations, and particularly our son feels bad asking Chris questions. So he has talked to me a lot. I've tried to seek out some chances to talk to him one-on-one. So he has he has asked me directly some tough questions about when is this going to be done? And what he means by that is, when is it going to be over and cured and behind us? And so I have told him a number of times, there is no cure. This is something dad will be dealing with for the rest of his life. And that was probably one of the tougher things I've had to put into words for him. A different time, I was driving with the two kids and they started asking me questions. It all started with asking about driving and will dad drive again? And I basically had to say, dad's probably not gonna drive again. And uh, they went down this line of questioning me that ended with Nathan saying, wait, is this brain cancer going to affect the length of dad's life? And he put it exactly like that And it was pretty tough, and I was really happy I had some coaching before that question came because then I was just able to say, well, everyone does die, and when Dad dies, it'll probably be because of the brain cancer. And they were very sad. They started crying in the backseat. It was a rough time. But I think they needed to hear that and start plant the seeds so that they're not blindsided in the future as complications come up. 
I think also one of the things we talked about and were prepared for is how do you balance giving them detail but not uh, worrying them too much uh, in advance and I think what was great guidance that we've been trying to follow is to be matter-of-fact but don't jump ahead on questions I think might be happening because maybe Nathan or Julia have a pretty straightforward question and so just wait for them to ask and then answer that let them lead the way so so that's how it's been going 2018 has been a challenging year and I think challenges have spiked up but then things seem to kind of settle down for a while and it kind of goes up and down I can't speak for how Nathan is feeling but I can imagine that it's a, a process and on one hand he hears this significant medical situation coming up but on the other hand to a large extent life seems normal 